We challenge the champions! What did you say? He said that. We challenge what he said. Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse, the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias, and today I'll be talking about something relating to the big game that's coming up. Yeah, the Super Bowl. People are playing football, and I'm watching a football movie. The Ardman animated feature, Early Man. Yes, I know that's technically a different kind of football movie, but it's football. I know there's American football, which is what Super Bowl is, is um the Super Bowl is doing, but um I don't know. I thought this would be a funny joke, all right? So, yeah, I'm doing a football movie, but specifically what we Americans call soccer. Whatever. You know what? It's a good movie regardless. So, Early Man is basically a whole lot of things, but also very generic. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes being generic helps in telling whatever story you're trying to tell. And in this case, it certainly helps. Looking at the images of this movie, you'd assume it's basically a movie about cavemen, which it technically is. It's a movie about these cavemen who are pretty much being run out of their place by the Bronze Age, because it's pretty much at that point where the Bronze Age has already started, and these are like the last remaining cavemen around, so to speak. And what ends up uh, making this a football movie, and just to be clear, I'm going to be calling it football because that's what they call it in the movie. I know technically us Americans call it soccer, but... Look, be respectful to their cultures, and technically speaking, when it comes to my Mexican background, we call it football too, so whatever. Um, pretty much, football comes into play because you have uh, the bronze people who are very obsessed with football because football is a very popular sport, and you have pretty much uh, the person who's taking over the place, Lord Noof, uh, is... Like, okay, I'll let you keep your land if you win a football game against us. But really, it's just a money-making scam to him. So the young caveman who agrees to this, uh, Doug, is like, okay, because he realizes that a bunch of cave paintings that they previously thought were them hunting rabbits was actually them playing uh, football. So there you go. The Donna Man playing football. Now it turns out that the cavemen are playing football against the, the Bronze Age and... There you go. It sounds like a very, very weird setup, but trust me, it's very, it's a very common setup. It's pretty much every sports movie you can think of in terms of them trying to save a place that's being run over. I mean, that's kind of movie 101. That's one of the most common plot lines of anything. But in, in terms of the, them um, playing the game, it's like, okay, so you got the ragtag team of losers. Uh, you got an animal that eventually plays the game, which would be... Um, uh, the main character is Doug's um, pig, which is um, Hognob. And then it turns out that he's also the secret weapon of the team. So it's not only the whole animal um, playing the sport, but also that whole trope of, oh, look, at the last minute, someone comes in to save the game. I'd say spoilers, but realistically, even if I didn't, you'd know where this was going right from the get-go. I mean, there's a lot of good jokes, and I won't be spoiling those, but you'd know where it was going right from the beginning, the second you... You know, the, the, the whole plot line. You got the snooty rival, who's um, Lord Noof. Pretty much the guy who's trying to run him out. Eventually, one of the people from the other side, from the, the Bronze Age side, 
decides to join up with the caveman because she wants to um, play the game because girls aren't allowed to play the game. So you got that whole plot line too. And, you know, yeah, you got the underdogs. Eventually some stuff happens that causes the main character to lose faith, but then the team rallies together and they win the game and all is one. And it's everything that you've ever heard of. You got it in here. And, again, that's not a bad thing. A lot of movies work because of that stuff. And, you know, you can tell that they're kind of playing it with, you know, being a tongue-in-cheek in this. A lot of this does come off as, okay, yeah, we're doing this in a way to mess around with, with what you know, play around with it. And, you know, it, it's great. It, it's fine. It's definitely a, a funny movie. It works I do like the performances in it. You got um, Eddie Redmayne in possibly the only role I've ever seen him that he's likable as Doug. And I don't want to, you know, disrespect the, the dude. I mean, I don't know how he is. Maybe he's nice. Maybe he's not. Um, realistically, it's just uh, almost every movie that I've ever seen him in, I just do not like. And, you know, that's not his fault. I mean, obviously, you know, I haven't seen all of his movies, but the Harry Potter movies that he's in, don't care. Uh, Jupiter Ascending, don't care. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't care for a lot of the movies I've seen him in. I, and I'm sure he's been in other good stuff. It's just, I've never seen that. So, you know, that's, that's just my take on that. But, you know, here he's, you know, he's a, he's doing a really good voice with um, Doug. But the real scene stealer is the villain of the movie, Lord Noof, who's played by Tom Hiddleston, you know, the guy who plays Loki. And, yeah, again, this is just a perfect example of getting a celebrity to do voice work because it's like he's amazing in it and like honestly it's a it's a really great performance like you you can't even really tell it's him until you're told it's him uh he's just delivering it that perfectly and a lot of it is just that funny like he every scene he's in he's always stealing it he's playing like this really pompous greedy selfish um lord like he even you know bad mouth bad mouth like the queen and it's pretty much just selfish. You know, it, it's it's that kind of character. He's the snooty rival in, in the sports movie. But, you know, it's great because um, Hiddleston just sells it. You know, it, it's just a really funny performance. And along the way, you get, you know, just other great jokes. Like, with the caveman, you know, they're all pretty much like the random assortment of people that you would expect to see. Um, with, like, ragtime rag groups. Like, you got the, the mama's boy. Uh, you got the mother, too. So that's kind of funny that... You got the mother in the team, uh, and she's really like you know like the like the cougar, um, like boy hungry you know kind of mom. So that's kind of funny. You got the the old man who's pretty much um, Doug's mentor, played by Timothy Spall. Uh, like he was, he's like the chief of the group, and he gets some funny moments too. He gets probably the my my favorite line in the movie, which involves uh, something about. Um, I don't want to give it away, but it, it involves pretty much his age. Like, uh, pretty much, if you know anything about people, how old they're, they um, usually lived back uh, back then in the caveman days, um, there's a great joke that overlaps with, um, like, the age of what you would expect most athletes athletes um, to be. So that that's a, a really good one. It's pretty much like him talking about his age, uh, you'll see it, and, and you'll know what I'm talking about, but it, it's a really funny one. There's also, like, a love interest in this. Uh, 
it's the girl, and you know she's fine. I mean, they never go too far, like whether like in terms of the romance, they never go too far uh, into it. It's just kind of like okay, so she's pretty much the girl, and you get some cute moments, but nothing too special. But yeah, that's pretty much what the movie is. It's every sports movie you can think of, but now it's caveman, and they're saving their land against the Bronze Age. Sounds weird, but you get a pretty generic movie out of it, and again, it's not a bad one. It's, it's a really good one. Uh, in terms of Ardman, I'd say it's probably one of their weaker features, but I mean, you're talking about Ardman here, so that's uh, pretty harm, high mark. It's, it's honestly, yeah, like I said, one of the weaker features, but it's still a really good one. I, I got a lot of laughs out of it. I mean, realistically, the only real issue I have with the movie is that since it is following a lot of those tropes, even if it's making fun of it, you do get a sense of it being kind of easy to forget. Like, I wouldn't flat out call this forgettable because it's not like um, I haven't thought about any of the jokes or anything um, since it came out, like, back in, like, 2018 or 2019. But it's one where I'm like, yeah, I, I don't... Uh, think of it enough to really um it, it's not one of the ones that comes first to mind you know what i'm trying to say it, it's definitely a, a worthwhile watch i'll i'll say that much but it's not one that you'll think of right away even from Ardman, which has a small selection you'll probably you know go for wallace and gromit uh chicken run or um, Shaun the Sheep first before you go to this one. I don't know if I'd say it's their weakest one. I, I I feel like that probably goes to Flushed Away, which isn't even a bad movie. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely on the weaker end. But again, I, I really like it. I mean, it's a really good sports movie. It's it's cute. It's definitely one that I'm like, hey, yeah, if you, if you need a good sports movie, there you go. Uh, if you need to watch something for the big game... I mean, technically, it's the wrong sport, but you know what? They're talking about football, and, you know, it's it's still a good movie. And realistically, whether it's this or American football or any of those, I mean, if we're being completely honest, the tropes are pretty much the same. I mean, if you've seen stuff like, you know, Air Bud, which is like a basketball thing, you'll get, you know, at least one or two tropes that, that were, was in that in here. So it's like you can really, like, mix and match, and it'll make the the smallest amount of difference. It's just a matter of what game they're playing, uh, which I feel like I'm insulting sports with that, but I, I'm really not. I mean, you know, I, I respect that, and it's cool, you know, if, if you're into that stuff. Um, I'm not really too deep into it, but, you know, it, it's definitely something where it's like, yeah, I mean, it's a good subject to make movies out of, and there has been some really good ones on that. This one, I would say, definitely fits alongside with it. I mean, like I said, there's just some really good jokes on it regarding, like, just stuff from the game or just stuff from the tropes. Yeah, it's not like it's an incredibly deep movie, which is the, I guess, the biggest weakness. It's not something that truly hurts it, because, I mean, not every movie needs to be something that's incredibly deep. Sometimes fun is fun, and that's all I'm really asking for. You know, I, I don't know what is this desire from people to have like stuff where it's like life-changing or if you know it'll hit like all the stuff that they consider for great movies and it's like i mean you know it's it's fine if you get that but you know every now and then we need a break and you know not that this is a junk movie but you know it's it's more akin to a junk film 
than it is a high art film. You know, it's not something where I'm gonna pop in every year to watch. It's gonna be something where it's like, yeah, if I'm in the mood, if I, you know, I feel like you know, watching something with sports or you know, if there's like a big game going around. Not not necessarily just football. That was mainly my joke. But like you know, I don't know. Maybe when the World Cup is on, you know, that that this will be a fun one to just get get into that mood and. I mean, realistically, why complain about that? It's a a solid, cute movie about underdogs winning a game of football. But yeah, like you, you get some really good jokes out of this. Like amongst the cavemen, you get a whole thing where early on you get this. Um, one of the cavemen is literally just a rock with like not even a face painted onto it. It's just at most like a, a little line just to kind of signify like the happy face. And, I mean, what ends up happening with that, you know, really great stuff. Um, there's a whole gag with uh, when you see the K-Men, like, in the, in the Badlands, because they get kicked out of their land. So there's, like, okay, here's, like, a bunch of volcanoes and stuff, like, you know, it's very rough. And you see, like, this little duck, but it then turns out to be, like, a giant duck. And, you know, yeah, there's a, a lot of great jokes done with that giant duck. The Hognob character, the, the little pig gets a few jokes i mean he's no grommet in terms of um animal sidekicks but you know he's a very cute one and i do like the eventual results of him essentially filling in the two roles of the animal team player and the, the team player that comes in at the last minute to save the game um that that stuff is great overall it's not really one that i can truly dig deep into which i don't know if this will make for a shorter episode or one of the shortest um trying to at least fill in some stuff because I, I can't really think of too much on this like i remember when this was announced it was like announced like okay we're doing this to kind of promote i guess the world cup i don't know if it was officially like a tie-in or just something they felt like doing there's not really much i could say on that regards i mean it, it, it works it's yeah, whether it was a promotional thing or not it's fine it's it's a good sports movie yeah i don't think there was really much i mean not that there wasn't a struggle i i know that technically every film has their own little struggles but from the most that i know it's just you know the typical thing with stop motion animation it was announced years in advance and it took years to make because stop motion is a really long process which something i always respect i mean i personally love to do stop motion but at the same time i'm like i don't know if i can do anywhere between five maybe even ten years because some of these take years just to make and it's like i don't know if i have that patience but if i do if i ever get the chance i mean it'd definitely be something that i'd be curious to try out just because i mean it's creative like at most i've only ever done like little projects for my college classes and you know i've helped out um one of the guest hosts on here you know are now with some of the Lego stuff, like not too much, but just enough to where I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see like the time consuming process. And just imagine doing that, but with characters that you have to organically create out of clay or like felt or whatever. And it's like, I don't know if I could do that, but it's, it's definitely interesting. I mean, it's always been one of the more fascinating animation uh, styles uh, to me, at least uh, because of that. Like, it's definitely one where I'm like, I mean, 
regardless of how you feel about these things, you got to respect them on that level. Like, the fact that they have patience to bring to life something that might not even be a claim. Like, you know, of course, this was, you know, well-received, but just just think of it, like, you know, from, from other movies where it's like you never know whether you're going to have a good movie or a bad movie, if people are going to like your movie or if they're going to hate your movie. But imagine that doing that for something where you're going to be spending a good chunk of your life doing, not knowing, like, hey, look, is this five years going to be considered a waste because people are going to hate it? Or is it going to be considered a success because people are going to love it? And, I mean, of course, the best way to remedy that is to not care what other people think and just enjoy that you did something creative because I know sometimes it's more fun to actually do those things than to even witness what it it, it ended up being. I, I can tell tell you that from personal experience just some of the stuff that I've been a part of in, in small sets like nothing too grand but just something where I've had experience on that and I'm like you know yeah it, it might not have been great but just the experience of doing it maybe might have been a bit of a hassle but it, it was still fun to experience and stuff that doesn't even get made at any point it was still just fun to see that so from that perspective I'm like it, it's it's certainly interesting and yeah I mean I'd imagine that they probably had a lot of fun just doing a sports movie because I mean I'm sure a lot of the people who made this were, were are big fans of football um, you can tell that there's a lot of love put into that so yeah I mean yeah there was no real interesting tidbits that I've heard regarding the story or story of making this and I'm perfectly fine. Not every movie needs like this big dramatic um, story of like, oh man, they went through some hell just to get it made. So yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of wasting time at this point. But you know, it it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Early Man is just a really fun, cute little movie. It's not their best work, and it's not going to be one that. You'll probably think of all the time, but you'll think of it every now and then. So it's definitely worth checking out in that res- respect. Uh, it's it's cute. It's funny. For sports movies, it's it's well done. I mean, it like I said, it perfectly mocks a lot of those tropes. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what else I can really say. So I'll just cut it off here. I feel like I've probably wasted a lot of your time. But hopefully... You don't feel it's entirely a waste just because you probably like hearing my voice, I hope. Or the more important thing, at the very least, I hope I've convinced you to seek out this movie that didn't really get seen by a lot of people and is just a cute little movie to watch while you're watching, you know, before you watch the big game or after you watch the big game or just whenever you feel like watching something sports related. So, I don't know. Yeah. Early man, go watch it. Honestly, just a really cute movie. It's fun. It's it is what it is. You know, it's just a good time. Thank you for listening. This has been Octaviano Macias, host of I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse. If you enjoyed this, please go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe to SciCam Films. Now, in the event that you want to support me even more, there is the option of Patreon. Now, Patreon is great because it helps me financially it helps fund this show it helps me do more and i want to do more than just what i'm doing here i would love to do 
much bigger projects. So if you like this and you want to see more, consider supporting me there. Even if it's just a dollar, um, that's great. It's over at www.patreon.com slash S-A-I-C-A-M-S www.patreon slash Just go over, support me, or just subscribe to my YouTube channel. Whichever one you feel comfortable with, both preferably, but if you just want to do one, that's perfectly fine with me. Thank you for listening again, and I hope to see you next time. It turns out your tribe were totally crap at football.